0: Hey now, it's Jay Scott Smith here, the host of JSC Radio, which you can now hear on Stitcher Radio. That's right, Stitcher is radio on demand. Now, you can download the free app today, and it's available on iOS, Android, as well as Nook and Kendall Fire. You can take JSC Radio anywhere. The app is free. You can listen anytime, anywhere. Now, if you're wondering what Stitcher is, Stitcher is an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all of your favorite shows, plus discover... 40,000 news, entertainment, and sports shows, such as JSC Radio. You can create a custom playlists. You can rate and review this show and others on Stitcher. Please drop a friendly review on the show. Not only is Stitcher available on all smartphones and tablets, it's also in over 4 million card dashboards. It's on-demand and on-the-go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory on any of your devices. You can stream your favorite podcasts, like JSC Radio, for free on Stitcher. If you don't have the Stitcher app, simple. Go to Stitcher.com today or check out the App Store on whichever device you use. Stitcher Radio, be sure to check it out. Nothing would irritate me more than we're out there, it's hot, you're sweatier than hell you're tired and you gotta keep telling these parents get your kid off the fence keep an eye on the kid don't let the kid climb up there he could fall in and hurt himself and all i get is some parent giving me this dirty look and saying huh you're not a parent you don't know what you're doing and then 10 seconds later that kid face plants in the middle of the tiger exhibit and all i would do is walk away You're like you know what you're right check it out this is jsc radio Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, hey now, how's it going? My name is Jay Scott Smith, and this is the long-awaited episode 9 of JSC Radio. And obviously, I kind of laid out in the little, little quick hitter that I gave you before this one, Where I've been the last month. I again will apologize in case you didn't hear that one. I will apologize for having been gone. April the 19th was the last time I blessed y'all with an episode of JSC Radio. It's far too long. And I would love to get on here and talk about the NBA Finals. Save that for tomorrow. I would love to get on here and talk about any of the multitude of crazy things going on in sports, in my life, in the world. You know what it is. But damn it. I'm here to talk about not the NBA Finals, not Steph Curry, not even the presidential race, none of of that. You wanna know what I'm here to talk about? I'm here to talk about a damn gorilla. A gorilla, a 400 pound silverback gorilla who got shot in Cincinnati. Now, I've been debating whether or not I was really going to talk about this, because it's just so dang gone stupid. It really is. Y'all have all heard about it. One way or another you've heard about it. Intermittently interspersed between Facebook posts about the NBA Finals, yay. The Stanley Cup Finals, eh. Donald Trump, uh. We also have had over the last week, this occurred last Saturday during Memorial Day weekend in Cincinnati, a three-year-old boy fell into a gorilla enclosure at the Cincinnati Zoo. And in the process of getting in there, a 400-pound gorilla named Harambe sauntered over to this little boy, seeing him laying in this this gorilla enclosure that, you know, babies just magically fall from the sky and land in, apparently. And he got a hold of the kid and kind of dragged him around through the water, didn't pick him up and slam him like he could have, Didn't try to eat him, didn't step on him, didn't beat him up, just kind of loomed around the kid for about 10 minutes. Didn't actually hurt the kid. You can, if anybody who's seen the video online, and no, I'm not giving you the sound because you know what, damn it, it ain't worth it. And you could hear the mother saying, Mommy's here, Mommy's here. No, no, she's not. Mommy's up top because if Mommy were there, baby wouldn't be in there. Or I guess in this case, three year old, he's a toddler. The zoo obviously not wanting to have the horrific thought of a three-year-old kid getting absolutely eviscerated, made the very grim, solemn choice to shoot and kill Harambe, the gorilla, on the spot. Done. An endangered animal, by the way, are those silverback gorillas. Dead. To save the life of a little boy. And as one would expect in 2016, this elicited an internet storm. Now, here's the funny part about all this. When you first see the video, when you first hear about it, it's absolutely startling and frightening. But then you find out the boy got out of the the enclosure, the gorilla was shot dead, the animal lovers, of which, by the way, I am one, but I'm not like crazy PETA animal lover. I'm just like, hey, don't abuse animals type of animal lover. And people were up in arms as they shot the gorilla. Now, I'm going to speak from the experience of having worked at the Detroit Zoo as a summer job when I was in college. I worked with customers, but as a part of our orientation, we had to have interactions with those zookeepers. Why? Because there would be like the one in a 10,000 chance that an animal could possibly get out of there, and we have to kind of know what the hell to expect. So the zookeepers trained us up, they trained us up, and told us about what they did and how they dealt with it. And now, mind you, this is almost 15 years ago, so maybe the protocol has changed and likely has at the Detroit Zoo. But the only time lethal force would ever seem to be an option would be if a very dangerous animal, a tiger, a wolverine, uh, well, he has trouble with the snap. a gorilla, uh, what's another good one, a lion, an elephant, something of that, a hippo, something of that nature were to somehow slip past the guard and get out into the park. If something like that happened, a very specially trained almost SWAT team like thing would have to be deployed and they got to take that animal down and ain't nobody going to complain about that. So you got to understand that's a sad part of how a lot of zoos work. It's messed up that a an endangered animal, by all accounts a pretty chill animal for a gorilla, is 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 taken down because a little boy ends up in the gorilla pen. Now, The second half of this storm is everybody's going after the parents of this little boy. And initially, and I'm going to put it out there because this is JSC radio and I say what the hell I want to say, a lot of black folks were having a lot of fun at the expense of this kid's parents because the initial video was shot in a way where it looked like the little boy wasn't black. Hell, I didn't know for three days that the little boy was black, but at first... We thought it was a white kid because, as we tend to think as black people, ain't no way one of our kids is getting loose. Not the way our parents raised us. Our parents raised us to be in fear, and we knew we were going to get punched upside the head if we did anything like that. And Don't you embarrass us in public. Then we come to find out that kid is black. And yes, the Daily Mail in the UK comes up with this really idiotic and asinine story about the criminal background of the kid's father, which has nothing to do with with the little boy ending up in the gorilla pen. So, unless he's the guy who pulled the trigger on the gorilla, there is nothing, that one does not have anything to do with the other. So why the hell are you bringing that up? That was just just ridiculous. That was something that whoever, whatever editor thought it was a good idea, whatever reporter thought it was a good idea, they both need to be slapped, gorilla slapped. So, it's funny that a lot of black folks, myself included, had some fun at the expense of these parents being idiots and letting their kid somehow wander into the gorilla pen. But once we found out that that that, that kid was black, a very unsettling trend, and an issue I've always had with my black people, started to occur. We suddenly started rallying behind the parents. I've seen a lot of this, especially on social media the last couple days, and that's what's kind of prompted me to do this, because I really didn't plan on talking about this bull on this show. I wanted to talk about the NBA Finals, instead I'm sitting here talking about a damn gorilla. I've seen this the last couple of days, on my social media. Well. If if, if you. If you show me a perfect parent. Kids get away from you all the time. You have a kid. If you have kids. You can't keep an eye on them all the time. They'll occasionally slip away. I've actually seen some people say this. I mean. It's not the first time a kid's gotten in an animal pen. What's the big deal? If you're a perfect parent. How about you raise your hand. Because clearly you've never had a kid slip away from you. Look and I'm gonna put it as plain as I possibly can. Ain't nobody's parents perfect, all right? That's not the discussion we're having here. I don't have any kids. And I mentioned earlier, I worked at the Detroit Zoo. You wanna know what I got to deal with when I worked at the Detroit Zoo? I got to deal with a lot of hot, sweaty, entitled, irritating people who would pay a pretty decent amount of money to saunter themselves right on into that Detroit Zoo, and they felt that gave them liberty to do whatever they wanted. Now, I'm not saying that's what these parents were doing in Cincinnati, but I'm going to assume the one thing they weren't doing was paying attention to their damn three-year-old kid. You wouldn't believe how many times my ass had to sit here and tell these kids and their parents, don't do that, climb down from that, get away from that, don't touch that. The Detroit Zoo has peacocks that roam freely around the park. They also have Canada geese that fly in and out. And the kids, the adorable ones that they are, they see peacocks with the big pretty feathers and they want to run over and touch it and play with it and hug it and grab a feather. And we got to tell the kids no because A, you don't want to do that anyway. B, those feathers were full of fleas and lice. And C, just don't do that. Those feathers are also federally protected. So look, can't touch them. What do we get from the parents when we mention uh, your kid can't touch the peacock? Oh, what the hell do you know? It's just a bird. Ain't nothing going to happen. You're not a parent. You, We know better. Oh, okay. Never mind that then somebody else tells him, leave the bird alone. When it comes to the geese, anybody who's encountered a goose, especially a, can- a Canada goose, those little dudes are evil. They are mean. They hiss. They snarl. They snap. They've got, a, they've got rows of teeth underneath those beaks, those aren't ducks. Ducks are nice, they're cool, they waddle along, they're kind of friendly. A goose will fight you. And they really don't care much for little toddlers strolling up trying to grab one of their little babies and carry them back. So we would see this happen a lot. The kid would walk over to the goose and I'd be one of the first ones over and say, uh, sir, you don't want to let your kid do that, those geese, sir. And before I can even get it out my mouth, oh, what do you know, it's just a goose. The goose won't do anything wrong. It's just a bird. What are you worrying about? Yeah, sure, whatever. And they'll just let the kid keep trying to chase after that goose. This happened one time. I'm telling this parent, you want to get them away from this. Again, it's a, it's a goose. They're just like ducks. They're not going to do anything. By the time this parent could finish that stupid sentence, that goose snarled and bit the kid on the hand. So then what does this, what does this bring about? Does this bring about a parent freaking out saying, oh, God. My bad, I'm sorry, I'll get him away from the goose. No, it doesn't. It gets this parent giving me the stink eye and, and pissed off at me for not getting the kid away from the goose. You know, the same goose that you told me wasn't going to do anything. I get it. You guys are parents. A lot of you are. Some of you got kids. Guess what? I don't. But that doesn't make you any better parent than I am. It sure as hell did not make you any smarter than I am. Yeah, I may not have kids, but all of us were kids at one point in time. And all of our parents may not have been perfect, but if your quote-unquote bar for, hey, parents make mistakes, they're not perfect. Nobody's mom was perfect. Okay, I get that. But if your bar for perfection is my kid doesn't randomly end up inside of an enclosure with a dangerous animal, that's kind of a hell of a bar to put up there. Yes. You want to know what an imperfect parent is? An imperfect parent is someone who might take their eye off their kid for a second because they're looking at something in in the produce section and their child wanders off into the candy section of a supermarket and you freak out and you can't find the damn kid. Or you're looking at some shoes at JCPenney and all of a sudden you turn around and your little girl has suddenly wandered off and started playing hide-and-go-seek in the racks. That is a little irresponsible. That's an oops. That's a screw-up. You want to know what's not an oops? Oops. Taking your eye off your kid in a zoo and he ends up in a damn enclosure with a 400 pound gorilla who was minding his own damn business and suddenly he's got to get a cat busted off in him because you couldn't keep an eye on your damn kid. And I don't need to have kids to be able to tell you if your son or daughter ends up inside of an enclosure with a gorilla or a hippo or God forbid a chimpanzee, you effed up and you ain't got nobody else to blame for yourself. And I find it really idiotic and kind of asinine. And I've had to point this out to certain black folks that the same ones who were clowning those parents when you thought they were white, all of a sudden you realize that those parents are black, and you got to go into defense mode and defend them. Don't defend this stupidity. Don't do it. Don't flipping do it. By the way, those parents of the three-year-old boy—they're under investigation. Because, yes. I know, oh, there! this is racially tinged. No, it's called child neglect. It's one thing for you to lose your kid in a supermarket. It's one thing for you to lose your kid in a toy store. Hell, it's one thing for you to lose your kid at a baseball game. It's a whole different ball game, pun intended, to lose your kid in a zoo and he could end up becoming tiger food. Just think of what happens if that kid dropped off instead of into the gorilla enclosure, if he ends up in the chimp enclosure instead. Chimpanzees are like a thousand times more aggressive than gorillas. A chimp would have torn that kid limb from limb, literally. So these parents are actually staring down an investigation. Quote, this is from the Cincinnati Police Department. We are closely reviewing the facts of the case. Once the investigation is concluded, they'll confer on our office on possible criminal charges. That's from the Hamilton County Prosecutor, Joseph Dieters. I'm reading the story off of Reuters. It's simply put... Witnesses said that the child had expressed the desire to get into the enclosure and climbed over a three-foot barrier and fell 15 feet into the moat. Zookeepers took down the 17-year-old Western Lowland Silverback Gorilla and, as he dragged and tossed the child. I saw the video. He wasn't especially being super violent, but when you're 400 pounds and you're grabbing a three-year-old, you're 400 pounds, and you're like 100 times stronger than the average human being, he was ragdolling that little dude. Is it, Am I happy that the little boy survived? Absolutely. That would have been horrific if that parent's negligence, and yes, it's negligence. Sorry, parents. I may not have been. I may not be a parent yet, but I was a kid. My parents may not have been perfect, but they managed to keep my ass out of the lion's pen at the Detroit Zoo. They managed to make sure I didn't fall out of a window in the Empire State Building. I'm not saying you got to be perfect. I'm just saying, look, is some of the coverage Primarily that Daily Mail BS. A little racially tense? Sure. That doesn't mean you just defend everything. I ain't got no kids, but I'll be damned if mine's gonna be trying to scale a damn fence like you're climbing up the bars of a steel cage to get into a gorilla pen. The hell's wrong with y'all talking about this damn gorilla? I can't believe I've actually dedicated about 15, 16 minutes of this damn show talking about a damn gorilla. For God's sake, the gorilla didn't have to die if the parents took care of business, and kept an eye on their little toddler, their little adventurous little kid, and realized this ain't some cutesy little movie or some edition of Home Alone, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Get it together, people. And give me my damn show back. I'm ready to talk about something with substance, like the NBA Finals, for God's sake. My name is Jay Scott Smith. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at jscottsmith. Scott Smith. I'm on SoundCloud at Jay Scott Smith. You want to get at me elsewhere? I'm on Instagram at jscottsmith. Got that consistency going with the brand. I'm on Periscope at, you guessed it, jscottsmith. It's just that simple. Follow me. Put the show out there. You can listen to us on iTunes, on Stitcher. If you subscribe on iTunes, I'm already in your phone right now. I'm already on your iPad. If you're on Stitcher, look for this episode on the Stitcher app. If you got Android. Or you're online, go check it out. My name's Jay Scott, telling you to take care of yourself. God bless. Always there to be different. Always have your pets spayed or neutered, and keep an eye on your damn kid. We are out of here. Gonna we'll be talking NBA finals on episode ten. I'll holla at you. Later. Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Check it out. This is JSC Radio.